Quicken Loans. The Jay and Dan Podcast is sponsored by Quicken Loans. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, to be exact. They proudly support the Jay and Dan Podcast. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work work with someone you can trust and who has your best interests in mind. With Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get a mortgage approval within minutes. You can even adjust the rate, the length of the loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, go completely online at quickenloans.com J. Disclaimer, Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org. Number 3030. Oh, Number it? oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while you're getting your mortgage, get some food, India. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference, so it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than 10 bucks a person per meal, Blue Apron delivers a seasonal recipe along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. Each meal comes with step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe cards and pre-portioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. And this is the thing, Dan. Their freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right. Check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free. What? You get your first three meals free? Yeah. With free shipping? Uh-huh. Come on. Uh-huh. You just go to blueapron.com slash Dan. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash Dan. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Podcaster. We'll do it live. F*** it. Hi, folks. Before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. Podcast time. Who's coming in? Who are you? Who are you? Who's that? Mark. Mark Toyama? Toyama? Mark Toyama? It's the Jan Dan Podcast. Mark, you okay? As we gear up for the Super Bowl next week, we'll be live from Houston. Yeah, we're going to do the Jan Dan Podcast from the Super Bowl. Ben, who do we have lined up? Peter Schrager. Yes, Schrager. In person, live and in person. Uh, who else? Bring them to me. Just list off the names, Ben. Couldn't get Ron Tugnut on the air this week. Tommy <laughs> Solo. Andrew Raycroft. <laughs> Corey Schwab. Corey Hirsch. Chris Terreri. <laughs> They're all coming on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the backups. Here's a question. Uh, so this is our first ever Super Bowl. How many championship games have you been to? Um, I've been to a few Stanley Cup final games. But I've never been to one where the cup was awarded. We went to a Grey Cup together. Yeah, Grey Cup I've been to. That's the only game where I've been to where a trophy was handed out at the very end. Been to NBA final, a couple of NBA finals where the Larry O'Brien trophy was handed there out. There you go. Uh, never been to a Super Bowl, though. Very excited about going to Houston next week. And, you know, when we first heard it was in Houston, I think a lot of people were like, eh, Houston. But now it seems Houston is a cool food city. It's a hip-happening metropolis, very multicultural from what I understand. I'm quite excited to go there and explore this. This is, 
top five cities by population in the United States, I was Come told. on, it'll be And fun. this might be one of the highest scoring Super Bowls of all time. The uh, opening line was 58 and a half, I yeah, think, for I, the over-under. They think it's going to settle it higher than that. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Wow. And engineer, Jim, how happy are you? Yeah. 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 Here they go. So are you, are you prepared? For a week of people just saying, ah, it's a cheater. They're always cheater. Once a cheater, always a cheater. Cheater. No. I, I don't look at it that way at all, actually. Every team cheats. Oh, that's good. You're not cheating. You're you not know, trying. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Robin's you know. racing, right? Yeah. That applies. I, I, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, I'll I'll go with the uh, the taping. Uh, what do they call that? Spygate? Mm-hmm. The deflate gate thing, okay, maybe that happened too, but I personally think everybody does both. There's two ways to look at it. Uh, if you're not pushing uh, the limits of the law, so to speak, uh, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Maybe you're not trying to find enough ways to win. And that's what uh, Coach Belichick was doing. Yeah, he shouldn't have been uh, filming the other team's uh, plays. Yeah, he shouldn't have uh, told the, the little ball boys to, uh, to release the air out of the ball. He shouldn't have done that. No. But you know what? He did it, and he almost got away with it And if it wasn't for those meddling kids. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, uh, you know, I've heard stories of uh, employees being told to go into sort of like the, you know, like the coaches' box in the stadiums, like back Grab, in the day. Get you the know, garbage. Get the garbage. Mm. You know, if there were faxes and all that stuff, go through whatever they had. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, there's a way for these guys to tap into radios and all that stuff. That's Blow, what Jay and I do here at Fox. You know, we go through all the garbage. All the different garbage. We uh, also do that so we, we can eat. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, just just try to find leftovers. Why not, eh? The best garbage is in this room right yeah, here. Oh, yeah. there's always good stuff. <laughs> well, there's you chicken wings Probably in a there. lot of leftover drugs. Chinese? Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah look at that. That looks delicious. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Is oh, that yeah. your, yeah, that's your leftovers? You pulled it out of the trash? No, that's, yeah. uh, that's Richie's. Richie had lunch in here with oh, me today. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. little Sheen. Four gotcha. wings. Yeah. Richie. Oh, it's even got his yeah. name on it, too. Where did you Four get wings. the Chinois from, guys? Uh, where did that come from? Uh, Hop Lee? Genghis or, Cohen. Or Hop Woo? Because they're Jeez. both good. There's a place on Westwood. I, I don't remember okay. the name of All it. All right. They it's got great good. Chinese chicken salad. Okay. Now, uh, where is the banana hot so dog? Ben is right. Genghis Cohen is very good. Where, where will Cohen. you watch the game come next Sunday? Right in this room. Yeah. Oh, because you're wow. working right up to the yeah, last second. I'll yeah, be yeah. working through Fran- the game. Frantically. In, frantically in the middle of the game. Wow. Yes. Oh, it, yeah. it was great. Last week I walked by your studio and you're working on things uh, for was that, the, the Falcons game. Yeah. Uh, up to the last second. And then I saw it on the broadcast. I like I got a sneak peek at that stuff because you showed it all to me. Yeah. <laughs> it was so Did great. they, sh- uh, Troy and uh, Joe, shout you out? Uh, kudos to Engineer it, Jim. It'd be nice. It'd be really nice if they did that. Uh, that really hasn't <laughs> happened yet, I don't think. Now, I would assume, Dan, that uh, they'll want us in the stands for the game. They'll want to put a promo up. They'll want to put our, our show promo up. And, no. and they'll catch us like just in mid-conversation, yeah. like, ha, 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 Yeah, just ha. laughing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, I'm flying home Friday. I won't be at the game. Oh, right, right. You got to uh, get, you gotta get Dan home. Happier. You got a few things you got to do back here. I have been on the pregame show a few times. Did you do, like, an yeah. acting role? Yes. Yeah. What did really? they have you do? Yeah, and actually, Billy Bob told me I was very good. Really? Yeah. That's high yeah, praise. So that high praise. High praise. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hi, I saw Billy Bob on uh, TMZ's this uh, past week. Yeah. Oh, really? They follow him because they were asking him about Justin Bieber, and he said he's a Bieber fan because he has a 12-year-old daughter, so when he drives oh, around yeah. in the car with her. Uh, Billy Bob also, is a believer? He, he's a believer. He knows all the he lyrics. He knows all yeah. the tunes. As yeah. he should. That's a yeah. good dad. Billy Bob yep. seems like he's really settled uh, very nicely into dad mode. Yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah. Great dad, too. Great here's dad. a problem. I don't know if it's just now or if it's always like this, but it seems like all the top 40 songs... Everyone sounds the same now. Every single... That's like something an old person says. I know. I, I was going to say the exact same thing, <laughs> That's, but I say the same thing. But, so. I, but I it's even more it, now yeah. than ever. I think it, <laughs> yeah. but I never say it because I, I know that if I say it, that's... What I would make had made fun of that twenty years ago. Yeah, like totally. that chain yes. smoker song, the uh, the backseat of your rover, the worst song in the history of music. They I have think. a residency at the Wynn, by the way. Mm. So so long, showstoppers. Really? No, kidding. here come the chain smokers. <laughs> wow, that doesn't really fit the Wynn demo. It doesn't, but hey, Steve's got to you know bring that demo down a bit because I'm thinking the average age of a person staying at the Wynn is ninety at this point. Well, and, I, and you I, and I, I bring it down because we always stay there. And there's probably a lot of chain smokers that actually oh, yeah. stay there. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I told you about the lounge singer they have at the, the Encore, which is attached to the wind in Las Vegas. And, and the lounge singer, after he does his 25, 30-minute set, he just walks around the bar area. Like, that was fun. <laughs> who, wants to, who wants to talk to me? Yeah, anyone, that was me. Anyone want a picture with the lounge singer from the Encore? Nice. Yeah. Those old ladies love him. Oh, He's yeah. banging a ton of pussy every night. Every um, night, just banging that. Uh, we we have a problem. Uh, we have a new entry to the Canadian Wall of Fame. But, I knew uh, that drop was going to work. <laughs> but Ben, we had a problem with our uh, our Google images. Our Getty images account has been down all day. So uh, Haley's still there, but Adam Hadwin. Adam Hadwin is so close to his first PGA Tour win at the uh, what used to be the Bob Hope Desert Classic over the weekend. And he shot a fifth, carded a fifty nine on Saturday. Yeah. All oh, of yeah. Canada was watching. Yeah. Wow. He had like a, a three-foot putt to get that 59. Said most nervous he's ever been. Abbotsford, so. BC, has a terrific beard. And he was born in what Medicine Hat? Oh, I don't know where he was born. I, I just know he's from. Or Abbotsford. Moose Jaw? Uh, let me find wow. that out. Is that that? Uh, do they have that tournament at Indian Wells? Is yeah, that... exactly at PGA West. I've played that course. Yeah, PGA <sighs> West. Well, there's like five courses. Yeah, there's there's a bunch over there. Yeah, and, is that uh, the stadium course or the they, Palmer uh, course? Yeah, they, I think the those? Palmer. Uh, my parents, because my parents live there, and my they were telling me that it was at the Palmer course last year, and the Palmer course folks didn't want it this year because they said it chews up the course too much. I'm thinking. Choose up the course more than the weekend hackers. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Uh, yeah, born Moose Jaw, then moved to Abbotsford. Wow. Hey, you're born in Moose Jaw. You're a Warriors fan for life. Way to go, Hadwin. How many rounds a year are you getting in at Moose Jaw? Quite a few. Uh, nice Saskatchewan summer. You're probably playing 36 a day and uh, for a good solid four or five months. So you're doing all right. You're doing okay. Um, the Canadian content on the PGA Tour right now. Stellar. Yeah, our guy Graham Dillette, uh, we want to try to get him on the podcast soon. Because we had him on once. Mm -hmm. A while ago. But we didn't yeah. have him in studio. So we're going to try to get him in studio. And it would be nice to get Adam on, too. Awesome. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. It's and cool. our guest on the uh, podcast today, former NHLer, now analyst, Matt Cassian. I, I'm very excited about this, Dan. Because yeah. he's now working for TSN as an I didn't analyst. know that. I was not, not aware of that either. Uh, I follow him on Twitter, and uh, I see that in his bio. I wanted to talk to him. Uh, he's very excited about coming on and making fun of you. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Noodles last week. Jamie McLennan, what a hit. People yeah. raving about yeah. his appearance. Noodles was great. 
It, Noodles is such an easygoing, cool guy. Um, he's written. But if you if you haven't checked out his book, uh, Best Seat in the House, I believe it's called, in reference to him always being on the bench as a backup goalie, um, it's terrific. Great he writer. Did, didn't send us any copies. No, I got one. Okay. Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. <laughs> oh, speaking of L.A., it's been all over the news. Stormwatch. 2017. It's been bad. I was, been wa- a- I was watching the news on Saturday, so it was raining, and it's been raining a few days. The newscasters were advising people probably best to just stay at home. Yeah, stay yeah. at home. Don't brave the streets. It was with raining. all that water. I will say, I can't remember a time it's rained this much since I've been an adult. Um, and you grew up here. You've grew only up. been an adult for like two weeks. Yeah, you're yeah. barely an adult. Yeah. <laughs> you just turned 22. That's a compliment. You're a young uh, man. Yeah. Dashing, right? Yeah. Uh, Jim, handsome. you had some uh, some rain issues. I did. I was here Sunday uh, doing the uh, Falcons-Packers game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then uh, as soon as that game was over and we were off the air, I raced home in the storm mm-hmm. uh, to uh, watch the Patriots game. I call the family as I'm heading over the hill. I'm in the canyon, and they're like, Daddy, did you hear that crash? I'm like, what are you talking about? Hear the crash? I'm in the canyon. They're like, oh, yeah, it just happened right now. We just saw it. A tree fell on the garage. Oh, no. So our next-door neighbor's tree, which I can't even get my arms around, Literally, their backyard was under probably six inches of water, and the ground was so just soaked that the roots, everything just let go, and the tree just toppled over onto our garage. Uh, Luckily, I just put up this new fence this past summer, and uh, it Beautiful and all this beautiful. You're like brick the Donald Trump of the Valley. Stuff. Oh yeah, putting up fences. Yeah, yeah. you don't yes. want you don't want anyone getting in. <laughs> no, no, you don't want no. any of those Mexicans getting Everybody's in. Everybody's <laughs> locked out. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 you know, and uh, it's it it's like uh, the Walking Dead. There, the people when they put up the gates all around. Yeah, yeah, thing. right. Yeah, yeah. And you got to so, have snipers. All that yeah, stuff. Yeah. yeah. So the fence yeah. stopped the tree. So uh, the fence stopped the tree. Held it against the side of it, like hit the fence, then slid down the fence and hit my garage. Wow. And uh, the top of the tree snapped off, fell on the power lines that come into my house, and the tree was so old it was rotted out. It snapped off the the power lines, didn't break, but the limb snapped in half as it hit the power wow. line. Wow. And, uh, and then s- fell on top of the roof of my garage and uh happy to say the guys came yesterday cut the rest of the tree down nothing happened nothing nothing and didn't even break a shingle and didn't wow. knock the didn't knock the power out didn't knock so the you power got to see out the patriots wow. game so i got to see the patriots that was game. the key, that was the and that was thing. the thing i i i got home i so i get home i get in the house i i go out back i'm like look kids don't go outside cuz i knew the thing had hit the power lines yeah um, I go out in the backyard. I'm kind of looking around, assessing everything. Still got power. I see the branches are there. I go next door. I see how the trees up against the garage and the wall and everything. I'm like, eh, I don't think it's going to get much worse. 
Let's watch the game. <laughs> Good so, for you. Yeah, so I, what more can you do at I that point? I just hammered lots of beers. Bring out and the case. Almost yeah, guaranteed. Are you time? Are you and vocal wings. during Pat's games? Are you cheering yeah. loud? Yeah, insane. My whole family, like literally, we have, you know, the little banners like uh, the the little triangular plastic flags you'd see around like at a gas station, like a pennant. Yeah, pennant. Yeah. yeah, the little ones, mm-hmm. the plastic ones, like you'd line something the walls with or whatever. We got Patriots ones lined all around the family you room. You should periscope it. I would they watch you guys watch stuff. the game. It's awesome. Everybody's got their game jerseys on. It's nuts. Now, when you saw Tom Brady on the sideline unleash those snot rockets, <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome you that think? you said that because uh, there was a time I back in the day. When uh, I worked uh, in the construction business, and you're out there on the job site, and you don't have a handkerchief, and you launch the snot rockets. And I was sitting there. As he was doing it, I was, I was telling my family, hey, I used to do that Daddy when I was did that once. all the time. <laughs> Daddy's just like Tom Brady. That's right. That's yeah. Exactly yeah. What I was shocked fun. because, I mean, he obviously knows the cameras on him the whole game. Yeah. He cultivates his image like so closely. He he's very meticulous about it. When he takes his helmet off, I was saying to Dan yesterday, his hair is completely perfect. <laughs> like yeah. everything about the guy's perfect and then just snot rockets. Now I get it. Hey, if you gotta unleash it, you gotta unleash it. And we were discussing this, you never see Kleenex. On yeah, me. there should be a, like how there there's a Microsoft yeah, sure. surface sponsorship. Yeah. Just some boxes of Kleenex around. Uh, grab one, uh, gently uh, blow uh into the tissue. Uh, or maybe he was setting it up because then he can appear in a Kleenex or, say, a Puffs commercial. Hey, guys, this is me, Tom Brady at the AFC This is Championship. what I used to do. This is me before. Uncouth, <laughs> not cool. Ladies did not like that. I, now I use Puffs. I've probably seen him do that in games. That's probably the 15th time I've seen him I've launch seen not him do rockets. That. I've never seen maybe it's He a does bo- it all the time. Maybe it's a Boston thing because John Lester – Right, wasn't it him? Oh yeah, Big was time. going at it on the mound. Really? Oh yeah. So yeah. like launching this, not. I mean, I you know, I think I grew up it. doing that. You know, no, I think yeah. everyone, all, all athletes do it. I was yeah. just, it was him specifically. I yeah. Was like, wow, all right. And after I said that and said, "See, Dad's like Tom Brady," my wife's like, "Yeah, he's gonna hear it from Giselle." Oh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, and then Giselle will be hearing it from him, if you know what I mean. Uh, what? No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, by the way, a lot of people <laughs> noted that we were missing a lot of drops last week. So, Patrick, there, uh, has he been in touch? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're on the website, though. We'll pull them off the website because oh, awesome. Patrick Muldowney, of no use. There was uh, a lot of people tweeting. <laughs> there was a lot of people tweeting that uh, they were looking at it as like it was a, uh, a cage match fight between me and Patrick <laughs> with the Patriots Steelers game. Oh, yeah, yeah right. We, we had a battle going as, on in the office. I don't know if you saw the picture he tweeted. I hung up uh, a Patriots banner right in his line of view at his desk. So he had to look at it. He came back the next day. Terrible towels everywhere. Uh Joey Porter jersey. Rooney books just all over the place. Uh-huh. Good, good to know Pat's making good use of his time down there. <laughs> good to know Pat's uh, taking that almighty Fox dollar and spending it decorating. Um, Is Pat going to be at the Super Bowl? Yes. We'll have to yeah. get him on the podcast. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that can we can we book Pat? Or is he too busy? <laughs> 
It'll oh, be the return oh, of Pat. Oh, serious question. Yeah, yeah serious question. Yeah. People will love to hear from him. Yeah, people <sighs> would like to hear. You got a better chance like, booking Tom Brady. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> I'm like, guys, I'd love to do it. Okay. Oh, hey. You know. We'll definitely, we'll definitely make it happen. We'll, we'll definitely make it happen. <laughs> I have to help Katie get a Snapchat set up, and then I have to... Help Nick Wright with his Harris coat so I can't do it. <laughs> but I'd love to. I wish you guys would stop making fun of me on the podcast all the time. It makes me really upset. And everyone gets after me on Twitter. Go Steelers. <laughs> That's my pet. He's got to get a sunset shot in there, too, <laughs> yes, someplace. Yes, a, a Texas sunset. Yeah. You know who's not going to be at the Super Bowl? The Steelers? Me. Jim. Yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I won't be there either, Jim. Yeah. I watch it in here with you. It would be crushed. cool if Jim, if you could be our sidekick on the show all week and just hang out. Maybe oh, have a maybe have awesome. the DJ decks on the ones and twos. Well, you could play some tracks. Can't we just I'd bring all so your gear, load this into a truck, and just drive it there? We absolutely. You could said do that. you used to drive the truck. We can yes. find that truck. Yeah, I, I know exactly where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it. Uh, saw a, a movie over the weekend. Saw uh, which movie? Uh, Here we go. Uh oh. La La Land. Yeah. And loved it. Oh yes. Yeah. Nice. Really good. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Oh, you saw it too. I really, I really thought it was terrific. I thought they, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone were, they are, they're so talented. He, <laughs> he's on the Canadian Wall of Fame. Can it's we not, He's right there. Can we book him? Can we get him on, Ben? Yeah. Interesting. Ben seems to be a little Could bit you just negative send, send an email or something? Yeah, yeah. Do I send it to like Ryan Gosling at, at AOL.com? Right. America Online. <laughs> I saw an AOL email on the way here today on a car, and I said, who the f*** still has an AOL email? Wait. Yeah. Uh, and Schrager. Really? Oh, yeah. I wow. think Schrager might. All right. Ryan Gosling or Wayne Gretzky? You had to choose one. Uh, Gretzky. That was a dumb. That was yeah. Dumb, right? Uh, Again, wasn't Mike supposed to book Wayne Gretzky for the ninety yes. episode? Yes, he was. Yeah, but we can he get Gretzky. He's promoting a book. We mentioned you think we can get before. him. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll shoot him an email. Shouldn't be a problem. He lives in Thousand Oaks. It's not that oh, far. No. Next to Mike Sosha. Next, he lives right next door to Sosha. Why does Sosha live in Thousand Oaks when he manages in Anaheim? Yeah, Westlake. It's that's a far like, drive. That's a long, long. At way At least to go. two hours. Why would he do that? Figure Maybe. it out, Sosha. You think he takes a helicopter? Here's a question. Sosha was such a Dodger legend. When the Dodger managerial post was up, why didn't the Dodgers go after him? Good question. Hey, the uh, NHL It seems All-Star weird game. that he was such a Dodger legend and he manages the Angels. We I think he's a great manager. Too, the NHL yes. All-Star game, which everyone here in L.A. is talking about, is here. It is actually pretty crazy because no one here is talking about it. I didn't know until someone told me. I didn't know until <laughs> you just said it right now. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> like, there's nothing. There, you would never know what's going on here, but I I don't know how you fix that or amend that. Like, it's a niche sport in Los Angeles, and people will come to watch it from out of town, but nobody's talking. Uh, a friend of the podcast, Steve Webb's flying in. I said, "All right, we're going to go to all the mm-hmm. parties." He's like, "There's no party." What? There's got to be something. I'm like, there's what? Not- the players have a party? PA? It's like there's not there's no party. He just doesn't want. Because I got know. tickets. Do you want to go? I'm like, I gotta fly out. He doesn't want. He just doesn't want you. To we can to go to the party. skills competition Saturday. No thanks. Are we, <laughs> don't we leave for Houston? That. No chance. <laughs> no gotta chance. Be, there's gotta be parties. Hockey players. There's gotta be a PA party. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I for the last NHL All Star game that was here. I believe it was around 2001. I came to it and covered it for the NHL Network, and there was some sort of party. I remember Luongo was there. 
With his hair The NHL All-Star Game. There's some sort of party. <laughs> it was at the convention center. I remember that. It was at the I LA swear to God. It was at the convention center. I just remember Luongo. That's all I remember. Who's the biggest partier in the NHL? Right now, it's for sure got to be... Uh, like, who's the Gronk uh, of the NHL? Milan oh, Lucic. P.K. Subban. P.K., yeah. I it don't think he's PK. a big partier. Big yeah. time. <laughs> Ripping it up every night in Brad Marchand. I was out in Boston a couple of times where there were some Bruins out there, and those guys know how to party. They ripped it up? Yeah. Southie. They all live around Southie in Boston. Oh, well, there you go. It, it's yeah. not like We the, can ask Matt Cassian that it's question. It's not like when Jeff Carter and Mike Richards and, uh, and Joffrey Lupul were playing for the Flyers, and it, they, like you knew they were going crazy every night. Yeah, times I, have changed. Things are different now. Mm-hmm. So everyone's just in their beds around That's 9 o'clock every night. That's our first question to Matt. Let's dial them up. Can we uh, dial up Matt? 9 o'clock every night. Uh, you just get into bed, uh, tuck yourself in, watch some Netflix, and then get ready for practice the next and day. And when teams are flying home now, there's no booze on those return flights because of the uh, the legal issues. Sure, there isn't, Dan. What? Sure, there isn't. Because they don't want the they don't want to deal with drinking in the drivings. So it's. Mm. But to the going on the road. Hey, drinky, drinky. Here comes stinky. Russell. One of your players' names is always Stinky. Hey, Pooh Guy. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot oh. of questions at Matt, because Matt played for the Houston Arrows in the AHL and played for the Texas Wildcatters in the ECHL, so he spent a lot of time and, in Texas. And, and Dan, um, I forgot to tell you this. I'm going to the Edmonton Oilers' brand-new arena. Uh, what? March the 4th. They're playing the Red Wings. I get to go see it. Are you dropping the puck? I'll be dropping the puck, and I'll be refereeing. Actually, I'll be a linesman. I'll be a linesman. <laughs> Did Dan get invited, too? Oh, no. Uh, that's a Vegas weekend, sounds like. Oh, yeah. That sounds good. But, uh, Can I'll I be come? In, I'll be in the Vegas of Canada, Edmonton, ripping it up. Yeah. I'll, I'll be at Cook County Saloon that night, so come on down. Cook County's fun. It's still open? Oh, yeah. Well, I, last time I was there, it was open. Last uh, time I was there. We got Matt on the we line? We got Matt? He just texted me. Wrapped up the segment. We'll answer phone now. Oh, way to go, Cassian. Mm-hmm. Classic new guy yeah. in the biz. Oh, I got a lot of things yeah, on I'm the just go. doing TV oh, here, guys. Just finished the radio hit with 630 Chad or something. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, very funny. <laughs> we should tell our fans in Houston where they can come watch us and hang out with us. Yes. Discovery Green. Okay. Is two, that where we are? Two to, th- <laughs> uh, two to three central or three Is to four like central? Is that like a uh, we, we are two to th- <laughs> we are th- we are four to five eastern. So three to four central. Three to four central. Yeah. Every day, one hour live. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Now we're not outside. Oh yeah, we are outside. Yeah, but it's like a, there's like a roof, but it's like open. Today. Yeah, yeah, That's we're outside. What I thought. We're outside. Okay. Because uh, the head of the wardrobe w- was like, I said, oh, do we need uh, jackets, perhaps? Oh, maybe there's like a studio. Maybe there's like a window that opens. Maybe <laughs> Does it's anyone inside. know what's happening? Are we in a hotel room? <laughs> We're at the Discovery Green. That's all I know. Is that a golf course? It's Should we bring our clubs? Sh- it's a huge lot of green. Okay. And there's two sets. Is there going to be? Yeah, we are going to be smoking so much weed there. Yeah. Is weed legal in who's, Texas? Who's getting know. us weed in Texas? That's the next question. Willie Nelson? Tweet us. <laughs> Send us a tweet if you have a weed hookup in Texas, and especially if it's Willie Nelson. I'm going to get a 1,000 tweets about weed in Houston. Back to, back to this sure. Discovery Green. So we're in a park? Yeah, something like that. 
It's like a park. We're in a park now. The, yeah. It's going to be like like a Coachella. And there's basically. two two studios, two like different two, two, two sets, different sets yeah. where people like get filed in, live audience sitting down. It's all real nice. Now, my understanding is the other set, the one we're not on, has the actual seating, correct? Yes. So we're on the set where they don't want people to show up and see us. Nah, there's. You could like look in through the glass. You could see. Yeah, you know what? Ooh, so it's like I Good see Morning America. Are going well yeah. in LA for you. Ah, <laughs> oh, at least you guys so are going to be there, right? You're right. You'll no, be no, in no, the hey, area. No complaints. You're not in the closet. That's right. Yeah. No complaints. We're excited to go. Thrilled. FS1, the best network in America. Um, this is very exciting because uh, I wanted to have this guy on for a, a little bit of time, and I'm excited that he's working for TSN, our old network. Right? Yeah. Matt Cassie, you with us? Yeah, I'm here, guys. I'm I didn't even know you guys still did anything. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, no one does it there. Hey, you spent a lot of we're just talking about the the Super Bowl in Houston. What is the do you know what the Discovery Green is? Yeah, it's a good little area. Are you guys heading down there for that? Yeah, are. are you coming? Oh man, hey, you gotta send me and we don't have to do it. There's there's I got a whole bunch of places that your good food. Uh Discovery Green's a cool little area, you know. It's right uh in the galleria, so it's uh it's a nice, like, it's like a fancy shopping area, like a lot of nice stores. Like, it's just a really kind of cool area to walk around if you, if you get a chance. Let's get to the important question, Matt. Do you have a weed hookup for us then? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't go, like, it's not my, not my thing. I got, uh, I got a good whiskey place. A, oh, a couple okay. good, you know, places to go grab a pint if you want. I got those, but no, no, uh, so you no play, hookup for the green. You okay. played for the Houston Arrows. Where the heck did the Texas Wildcatters play out of? All right. All right. Why did you offend him, Dan? <laughs> We're going to call Matt back right now. Why did you offend what? him? D- did, did you just hang up on was him? Was I not supposed to ta- talk about the Texas Wildcatters? Oh, it got disconnected. We're going to call him back. Oh. oh. It did sound weird. It yeah. sounded like he was in a, a rainstorm. Yeah, we're going to call him back right now. Well, there you go, Dan. This really, this you really, uh, you really, really blew fun. it, didn't you? So does he have weed hookups? Uh, no. He, you know, no, but he has a good whiskey bar. I like that. I'd hang out all, there all week. Can we do the show from the whiskey bar? Hmm, can we do the podcast? From, People would show up there at least. Can we do the podcast from Jay Glazer's uh, Wednesday night Super Bowl party? Are we invited? Uh, for sure. We're Jay invited to every there. party. Yeah, for sure. People are, are like, oh, Jay and Dan are there. We need them here. Yeah, yeah. Got to have them on the list. Uh, okay. Maybe. We don't want to just be in your ears. We want to be in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> your ears and your eyes. Do we have Matt back? What? Matt, you what got, the? You guys got rid of me that fast. What oh, is happening over there? Sorry about that, Matt. We, uh, in addition to not doing anything anymore, none of our phones work. <laughs> uh, I was it's asking okay. where the Texas Wildcatters played out of. That was out of Beaumont. We called it Bull Vegas back in the day for my, my short little stint there. So it was kind of Port Port Arthur down to South. I mean, if you're like you want to get to Redneck Texas, that is Redneck Texas. That sounds good. So that sounds like where I grew up in Alberta. Your take on Houston, then? Good city. Great city. Honestly, it's a fantastic city. Texas as a state is a phenomenal place, and you you just can't. The problem is you can't tell them that it's phenomenal because then they just get a little bit uppity about how awesome it is. But no, Houston's a great city. You know, my I still have we're down there quite often because my wife's family. My wife's from there actually. Oh wow! Uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's a it's a fun it's a fun place. Pretty good, pretty good city. Lots of stuff to do. It's really big, like really spread out. But I'm sure you guys, you 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 big shots 
these guys are used to big cities. Yeah, we are, and we're used to being uh, whisked around uh, in limos. Uh, so hopefully they have that hookup for us down there. Uh, likely we'll have a Prius. Or, or at least an Uber pool. Yeah, Uber pool. We'll take Uber pool. <laughs> we'll take a pool. Um, Matt, where are you hanging your hat these days? Where are you at these days? I'm actually back in Edmonton. So uh worked with the guys here and doing a whole bunch of other stuff too. But, uh, yeah, somehow somehow convinced my uh, warm-weather-loving Texan wife to come with me to Edmonton, the frigid city uh, of the north, and uh, spend some time here. So we've been here the, the last little bit, and we'll be here at least for the near foreseeable future anyways. And I always tell people when they ask me about Alberta, it's Canada's uh, Texas, so that maybe she feels at home, maybe. Yeah, it is. She, you want, she would actually completely agree with you. Like, there's, there's some culture changes. There's a little bit different. Like, there's a lot more guns down there than here. And, um, you know, you see it like I, we have one of our friends down there who, who's a church-going fellow, and he carries a gun with him to church. Like, you don't <laughs> see that in Alberta. Yeah, not uh, Well, if the devil shows up, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You can, you can pop off a few taps, and you'll be okay. You know, then go grab a beer afterwards, right? That's, uh, we were we were just talking about uh, the NHL All Star Game being here in LA, and we were talking about how there might be parties or might not. Who's the biggest party animal in the NHL right now? We we have no clue. Is there one? I because mean, times have changed. Times have changed. I mean, you could say just based on what's happened. You know, Evander Kane seems to be one who could be up there. Yeah, um, there you recently, go. Patrick Kane. Something with that Kane name, maybe Patrick Kane. We could say it's another guy. Who I think it's just like Buffalo, Matt. I think it's Buffalo that gets in everybody. They're just like we got. Yeah, well, you got to do something when you're from Buffalo, right? You exactly. Do something when you're from there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, so you say you're in Edmonton now. So this is an exciting time in Edmonton because you have all these years of, of mediocrity and, and borderline depression, and now you have uh, a new arena and you have a team that that's actually in a playoff spot. It's almost like everyone's on edge because they they don't want they don't want to pinch themselves because they might think they're dreaming. Yeah, well, it's like we're in the Matrix or something. <laughs> or one of those other movies where it's like you're just worried, like someone's going to hit the reset button and you're going to be back, and it's just going to be like, oh, you suck again. So, no, it's it's nice. It's honestly, guys, it, it is it is so. And it's not like I've been doing this radio gig for long because it's not like I've been out of the game for 15 years. But just just even from from last year to this year, like being able to say something positive yeah. and not having to make something positive up, like. I can see good things and happy things, and it's fantastic. I don't have to be Nancy negative all the time. And sometimes it's, it's it's trouble because I find myself wanting to be Nancy negative about something that's good, just because I'm so used to it. Still, I just want to be like say something terrible about Connor McDavid, and I'm like, oh wait, he's actually pretty good, and this team's pretty good, and I can be like, yeah, the power play is actually doing okay this time. Um. Have the fans got louder at the new arena? I'm not attacking Oilers fans, and yes, they you are. You they just will attack they will admit it. They're very quiet. They like to watch the game. Have they got? Yeah, louder? it's still still a little quiet for my taste. You know, I, I obviously love big, um, loud, noisy crowds. It's still a little quiet. Not the loudest building. Um, not the loudest group of fans. But there 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 are some fans that I've seen, and I was just reading an article today about. You know, a group of fans that's trying to get more chance going and trying to get the crowd more involved. And I think, I think you're seeing from from some people more of a push to try and get that environment better because it's almost like, well, now we have a building, we have a better team. Let's let's get behind this and let's get into this. And and I think that'll take time. You know, just like anything, you know, bad habits are hard to break. And 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 you know, I think it's just been so ingrained in the fans that that they are kind of stuck in that quiet 
Yes. And, and, you know, if they can slowly push, it's like that, what is it, 21 days to a new habit? I don't know. But I'm going to say it's like 82 games to a new habit at home. So, you know, hopefully by the end of next season where you're really starting to see an atmosphere that's rocking. And a good playoff run might do that. That'll speed it up a little bit faster. You know, it's like taking a bump of something that's really not good for you, but um, it, it gets you what an analogy Matt Cassie what an analogy I'm not going to say that's not personal experience no yeah, no not, no of course not not me at all, but. no no but I but I agree with you I think like when they had that playoff run in the 06 like there was no louder building in the world when they were in the playoffs and they were winning but I get you know the mediocrity of the last few years you know that wears on a fan base after a while but I did want to ask you about this Matt um, Adam Larson I was noticing uh, the other night had an incredible game against the Flames, I think it was, like a plus three and three assists or something. So, you know, the trade for Taylor Hall, obviously when it happens, Shirelli's heavily criticized. From your perspective, watching Larson every night, is it is it something that Shirelli now should be applauded for? or Because Hall's an all-star, but this is something the Oilers needed. They needed a defenseman like Larson. Uh, it's, so, it's so hard for me to say that he should be applauded for it. I mean, maybe like a little, like the golf clap, maybe golf, golf clap. <laughs> light clap. For it. Yeah. Yeah, light clap. Like, because Larson has been, he's been everything he was built to be, and a little bit more. Like, he's, he's extremely physical, um, very, very dependable. Like, he's, he's a good, solid defenseman, but he's not an all-star. And he traded away an all-star. And, um, and, and so, while I understand the necessity of it, it's still hard for me to see that he didn't get, like, it was straight up. Like, yeah. I, I get you're going to have to give him up and I get that you have to make the trade and I completely understand why you had to get your defensive core stronger and you did and that's you know you want to applaud him for that for being bold and making a move you needed to make but at the same time you can't tell me that the New Jersey Devils didn't need offense so badly that you couldn't have got even like a third round draft pick mm-hmm. like in all reality it should have been it should have been Taylor Hall for Adam Larson in the first round draft pick and I would have went okay that completely makes sense but straight up it just doesn't feel like it was enough. So I, I understand the necessity of it. Adam Larson is a, is a great defenseman. He's, he's very, very good. He's, he's rock solid. He's going to be dependable for a number of years, uh, and, and that's great. But you did trade an all-star, so you know I'm, I'm doing the, the light applause. I'm, I'm light applauding him for being <laughs> bold enough to make a move that ultimately does make the team a little bit better, but I think could cost you some serious offense down the road. Can we touch uh, back on the AHL? That's a league that never gets any love. We mentioned you spent a lot of time with the Houston Arrows. Give us the most uh, the most uh, underrated or fun AHL hockey town that whenever you was on uh, the radar or you were playing a game there, you're like, hell yes. Oh, man, there's there's a few good ones. I mean, Houston was always great. I mean, I was always a home team, but from the road guys, Houston was always great. Uh, Chicago ended up being a great town to go to for, you know, I guess it's not, it's a big city and have an NHL team, but that was always, a, you always look forward to going there. Um, certainly not Rockford, Illinois. Uh, that wasn't a good one. Um, you kind of, yeah, not so much Rockford. Sorry um, to all our Rockford listeners. <laughs> Rockford listeners. All your listeners in Rockford, Illinois. Quite a few. Yeah. Peoria as well. Yeah. 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 Sorry, Tom Sawyer. Or, no, no, what? Tom Sawyer wasn't the guy that wrote the book. Who wrote that book? Tom Sawyer. Can't oh, Mark Twain? 
Yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. Sorry, Mark Twain. Peoria so, wasn't great either. Sorry, Samuel but, Clemens. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so what about your what about your uh your Ottawa Senators, Matt? I I yeah. you know, you played for them. I think that's the team that people most associate you with. Um uh, what you, as you watch them, first of all, do you do you watch your former teams like the Sens and the Wild more than say? I mean, obviously you watch the Oilers working in that market, but do you keep an eye on the Sens and Wild? And for the Sens, what do you think they need? We actually asked this of Jamie McLennan last thing, last week. You know, they got Eric Carlson; he's a world class player. Um, what what else do you think they need to sort of take them over the top? Uh, well, they probably need another. Oh, it's, it's hard to say. I mean, could I say trade? Do you need to trade Dion Phaneuf and not? Or go back and not make that trade Maybe and, and trade have. for different defensemen. Yeah, that was a... Every yeah, time like, I see I, Dion Phaneuf, I'm like, oh, yeah, he's still in the NHL. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... For the, for the like, contract numbers, it just I think it hamstrings them a little bit financially, like, with, with where they want to be in their internal salary well, cap. So Matt, I can, I, can I interject? Like, what the hell happened to Dion Phaneuf? Like, I remember the first year he was in the league with Calgary, I, I thought, this guy is, like, the next Bobby Orr. He... Brought yeah. the puck up the ice. He was mean and vicious. Like, did the game just get pass him by? I, I don't. I still don't understand. I it. think. I think personally, my my opinion would be that just his style, because he played very physical. Like he was, he was extremely physical and hit a lot of guys. I just think, um, for whatever reason, his body just did not respond. Or like, basically, it was like the wear and tear hit him early. Right. Uh, so for the way he needed to play to be successful, it just his body couldn't keep up with the way he needed to play or needs to play to, to be extremely effective and to do all the great things that he did early in his career. Cause he was, he was phenomenal. I mean, coming out of junior uh, early oh, in the league in Calgary, he was terrific he was and incredible. he just kind of tapered off. And I think, I do think that it's just, it's just not that he didn't work out and not that he was out of shape. Like cause he never was. He's always in good shape, always took care of himself uh, as far as I'm aware anyways. But I think it was just literally like the, that physical wear and tear that just wore him out a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I still watch Ottawa. I when I can. Obviously, I'm I'm you know paying attention more to Edmonton than anyone else and watching all their games or at uh, as many as I can make it to out here. Uh, if I'm not at the game, you know I'm at home watching the game or watching all the ones at the road. But I do watch Ottawa when I can. Minnesota as well. Uh, I still got a lot of friends on both teams, so I, I like keeping tabs with them. But Minnesota's done a great job. They've been oh, yeah. they've been yeah. they've been for for a really boring team to watch. They've been a pretty fun <laughs> team to watch. Uh, so. They're doing something. Getting back to Phaneuf, uh, when I first started at TSN, I did some reporting. I remember being in – every time someone would ask Dion Phaneuf a question in a scrum, he would look at the person like he wanted to murder them. <laughs> because there was always like a three-second pause. He's like, what the f*** are you asking me? He's saying this. Oh, that look. The Dion Phaneuf yeah. look after the question. Oh, Yeah, I think he, he had that look sometimes towards teammates as well, by all accounts. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe not the most popular teammate. You played junior in Kamloops and Vancouver, right, Matt? Yeah, I did. Yep, yeah, two uh, hockey hotbeds. I mean, Kamloops. You talk about a legendary junior franchise like that. That's one of the best franchises in the country. That must have been that must have been incredible playing there. And then you go to Vancouver, and it's like it's such a different experience because you're you you've got you know obviously pro teams and you're fighting for their attention a little bit so it must have been a different experience for and you were sure. teammates with uh, Lucic there weren't you yeah well you know what I actually got because I went I went Vancouver to Kamloops so no I got traded right as Lucic was uh, right when he was about to come in oh, okay uh, break into the league I got traded right before that and I think part of why I got traded was because I was viewed as expendable because he was coming in <laughs> uh, probably factored into it so. Awesome. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I, you, there were two. I mean, both 
Both great cities. Do you go back? Do you sometimes wake up in a cold sweat when you think back to WHL uh, bus trips? Oh man, there were some bad ones. Uh, you want to Prince talk bad George, ones? Maybe right? the, Prince George was bad. Uh, you know, from Vancouver, the worst or longest one I ever had. We we took, and it was kind of like there was this weird thing. So it was my rookie year in Vancouver, and it was post Christmas. We had our big big Eastern swing. And we went to, like, the owner got us tickets. We went to the Shania Twain concert, which is oh. awesome. Um, and then literally, literally right after the game, and she wore, a, you know, a Vancouver Giants jersey, not a Canucks jersey. So it was like, as a 16-year-old kid, you're like, this is the best thing ever. Um, <laughs> you know, we're trying to elbow people out of the way so you can try to get right up to the stage. And, and uh, you know, it didn't quite work. But um, we, we did that at the Avril Lavigne concert later, and, and that was awesome, but that's another story. You went to see all the ladies uh, of the day. All the ladies, yeah, all the ladies. Like, yeah, but uh, it, right after the Shania concert, we hopped on a bus and drove 20-whatever hours oh, to Brandon. God. Oh, right? yeah, Brandon, switching, of course. Switching bus drivers in Calgary, and that was the worst. And that wasn't on, like, a nice coach, like, sleeper bus with beds like that's not like in your standard greyhound oh, that was awful as a player in the dub did you guys look at the guys in the ohl and say you f-ers? oh absolutely yeah you look at them and you just be like you, you look at all those teams and you'd see how all the teams that were like lastingly absolutely just gifted these trades the best teams in the league to make them even better and you're just like yeah you guys you're losers yeah <laughs> you're losers i can't wait I can't wait till we get to play you, and then and then I never made it, so never got. Then I got traded because Milan Lucic, and then I didn't get to go to the Mumbai Cup. Oh, oh, sorry about that. Um, well, listen, this was awesome, man. We're uh, I wish you continued success uh, with the radio thing in Edmonton, and uh, and I, and I'm coming to Edmonton uh, March the fourth for the game against the Red Wings. Yeah, so. Jay's dropping the puck, and he's going to be a linesman. I'm going to be one of the. I'll be the second linesman. So I uh, so I'll be the Are guy. You second linesman. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I'll be out there. So so maybe we can hang out or something like that. But man, on, it was great to have you on, and uh, just wish you continued success, man. Yeah, thank you guys. And if you do actually want some some advice for some good spots to go in Houston, I do have a few spots I like. So just uh, you can fire me a message. We don't have to talk about it on air here, but uh, no, appreciate you guys having me on. Thanks, Matt. Matt Cassian, the new uh, breakout broadcasting star of Canada. Hey, move over, James Duffy. Hey, Bob McKenzie, go f- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> What a great hey, guy. Hey, didn't, Lloyd. Didn't inspire me at all. Hey, Lloyd Robertson. I'm going to kick you in the tits. <laughs> well, I'm, hey, I'm, uh, Peter Mansbridge. I'm going to slap you right in the f***ing gunt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, hey, uh, Nolton Nash. I'm going to punch you right in the f***ing vag. He, he's dead. Okay. Um, I'm very excited now that he rave reviews about Houston. 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 Oh, can we do Six Degrees with Engineer yeah, Jim? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, sorry. Uh, uh, we're good. Time. No, we're uh, good. Six Degrees with Engineer Jim, our award-winning uh, studio engineer. And then right after that, everybody. we have a Would You Rather from a, a listener that's going to be awesome. Okay, perfect. And this is one wow. Dan's actually excited about. Uh, okay, so here we go. This one's from Ron Beal. It's actually two bands, Jim. Two bands from Ron Beal. Do you want... Uh, you ready? Yep. Here we go. Golden Earring and Psychedelic Furs. Yes. yes. Twice. Yes. Yes. Okay, so uh, my connection to Golden Earring. What was their hit again? Twilight uh, Zone. Yeah. And uh, Radar and Love. Radar Love. Right. Okay. The two big hits. 
and you know, of course, that was recorded when I was a kid. Yeah. But um, the studio they recorded it at, Trident Studios in London, which is a very famous studio. They did a lot of stuff there, Queen, and uh, uh, I, I, I think all the big uh, British rock bands had recorded there at one time or another. Uh, a producer that I worked on with Rat actually was working at Trident at the time that Golden Earring recorded that song. Rat, uh, His name is Mike Stone, and uh, he's no longer with us. But uh, Just like I think Nash. I think at that time he was a T boy there. Which is what they called like assistant engineers. A T boy. Yeah. Because I've heard of TT boy. He was an adult but, film star. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so that's my connection to uh, to psychedelic furs. Is uh, I, I mean to golden earring, okay. and then uh, my connection to psychedelic furs is also through a producer uh-huh, uh-huh. and an artist. And, uh, of course, now, Psychedelic Furs, they did that song Pretty in Pink. Pretty in Pink. From the know. Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Um, so uh, their producer, Keith Forsey, was also uh, Billy Idol's producer. He oh. produced, like, Rebel Yell oh, wow. and a bunch of stuff. And uh, for a brief time, I was working on a project uh which they wound up doing an album, but without Billy, a band called the Neurotic Outsiders, which was with uh, Duff and Steve Jones and uh, Steve Stevens, who's Billy Idol's guitar player, and uh, um, the bass player from Duran Duran. One of the Taylors? Yes, yes, John Taylor. (laughs) Right. And uh, uh, they wound up doing the record without Billy, but... We had done a bunch of stuff up at Duff's house with Billy, and then uh, subsequently I went over to Billy's house and kind of helped him out putting his studio together and wow. get a little writing thing together for him. So That's good. Now, now, can I interject very quickly? When I was out in Palm Springs over the weekend, I noticed Duran Duran playing a Palm Springs casino. Whoa, I'd really? go see them. Yeah, yeah. I thought, they'd be, nights. I thought they'd be bigger than that. I, I was surprised a little bit. I thought they could still like maybe do the will turn or something. I'm sure they could. I'm I guess sure they could, they but could. maybe yeah. the money's so sweet. The money like, is great at the casino. We're casinos. coming over from London. We're going to play the casino. Of course. Okay, though. and now this one, Dan. Yeah, we got this another is- one. Uh, the, oh, we're going to do another Six Degrees? Yeah, this is oh, the last final one. Because you've got some good ones, I think, for this, Jim. I Speaking know of Palm Springs, don't these guys record out there? They're from there. Uh, Josh Palm. Yes. From there. Queens of the Stone Age. Yes, the Queens of the Stone Age. So I have a very interesting connection to those guys. Uh, Billy Bob's assistant's husband, Dan used to play in the band. <laughs> like in the early days. That's my favorite connection. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Did he get kicked out or just like Dan Druff. Uh, no, he, he was <laughs> in the band. Dan Druff. Wait, wait. His last yeah. name's Druff? Dan well, Druff. that's his rock name. Oh, Dan I love Druff. it. <laughs> you know? That's Dan, awesome. Dan Irving, yeah. He's a great guy. Amazing guy. And he also... I think, you know, it was kind of by default. Um, I think he worked as uh, one of their guitar techs. 
And uh, eventually, when uh, some of the members came in and out of the band, he was in it for a brief period of time. Hmm. And the and, the head man of Queens of the Stone Age was in the band Eagles of Death Metal that was on stage in Paris. And when the, using like, Caius, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. Josh. Yeah, yeah Caius kind of became Queens of the Stone yes. Age, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were he- even heavier, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, it's 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 interesting. Like their first album, and I think maybe it was their fourth record. Uh, the producer with Josh was a guy named Joe Barisi, and Joe's a good buddy of mine, and uh, we've worked on projects together, and uh, we run into each other in studios all over the place, and he's got a killer studio out in the valley, and he does the coolest records, and and uh, and he uh, he worked with those guys quite a bit. So, does anyone in LA do a recording studio tour? Because you should you should arrange that. Take people to all the recording studios. I would in LA. I would absolutely That'd be, actually love be really that. cool. I would absolutely love that. And someone to tell you the records that were recorded there. And you know, wouldn't that be yeah. great? Well, yeah, Sound that's a City, great idea. like Sound City, I, they should have turned that into a, a museum and and had people go tour there. So it is. Um, I I had my car. Uh, worked on uh, the shop that I have the work done on my car and is actually almost directly across the street from Sound City. It's like Sound a, City, yeah, Sound City. Yeah, it's yeah. like West a Coast block. Customs? Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, no, Galpin Ford. Uh, yeah. Classic Galpin. Get yeah. it a Galpin. Yeah, biggest Ford yeah. dealer in Southern California. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's and get so to this. And so when I get my car work done, I talk. And, and actually, the guy who was working on my car was like, oh, so you you know you make records and stuff, huh? You ever work at Sound City? And I was like, yeah, of course. And I'm like, how do you know about Sound City? He's like, dude, we all take rides when we, uh, you know, if they like do test drives when they get the cars fixed, he's like, We always used to drive by Sound Swing City. by there, yes, see who's recording. There. Yeah, such uh, a good doc. If you haven't seen it, and such here's a good the uh, Would You Rather now. It's time for Would You Rather. This is from Graham Young. Hi, Jan Dan. My girlfriend and I traveled at, from uh, my girlfriend and I traveled Atlantic Canada this summer. Uh, to pass the time during one of our longer driving days, we pulled up a list of Would You Rathers online. Would love to hear your answer for our favorite one. Would you rather have an animal best friend that could be any animal you choose and it would be intelligent enough and speak to you? You could ride it around town as if it was like a large animal like a bear or be married to someone with a hot body. This one's I kind of don't understand this one because it's like, couldn't you just be married to someone with a hot body anyway? And then all of a sudden, boom, animal friend. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the animal friend could get you that. Yeah, that if man. you had that animal friend, guaranteed hot bodied ladies would come flocking. Yeah, like, like if you had like an adorable like elephant and you rolled it around town, the ladies would be like, oh, take me up on your big trunk. Yeah, if you had a bear that could talk as a friend, you're, my erections have returned. You're invited to every party and to every event on Earth. And uh, here comes Jim and his bear, right? Yeah, yeah. He It'd be like up. like like Ted, like the yeah, movie Ted. Yeah, exactly, like Ted. Yeah, that movie was overrated. Oh, wow. You know what? I don't know about that. that. That's one movie that the sequel is better than the first. I actually didn't see the sequel, and I liked Ted the first Two. Ted 2 is hilarious. It is really funny. Yeah. I mean, the scene in the first one where he's pretending to jizz on himself yeah. with the lotion. 
Great. That is alone <laughs> and worth then, the whole movie. Yeah. In the second one, do they go for Tom Brady's semen? Yes. yes. Like, that's epic. It's, like, yeah. Let's it's wake awesome. up Tom Brady. Maybe yeah. it's time for Toolsy to give it another chance. Yeah. Ted 2, you won't, Ted be dis- you won't be disappointed. Let's do a Ted 2 screening in Houston uh, in the Valley <laughs> Green. Or Discovery Green. Discovery Green. Why don't we just watch it on one of our shows? The whole movie. <laughs> I like that idea. Someone yeah. could wrap it up in one hour. We'll watch that one hour. We'll watch the one hour. We'll get someone to edit it down to one hour format. We'll put it on screen and we'll watch and comment it on it. That's Thursday at the <laughs> Super Bowl. Live on Fox Sports <laughs> 1. <laughs> That's the thing, though. That would get us more attention than anything else we've really planned. Like, they wanted us to do, like, dodgeball against Schrager and Kyle Brandt. And I'm like... I love those guys. Yeah, why is there? Who show wants so... to watch us do dodgeball? Everyone's play so big dodgeball. on. Let's play game. Let's, let's play go game. out. Let's go out onto the field, guys, and do a demo. You be the linebacker, and you're trying to tackle Schreger, <laughs> who's the quarterback. Oh, the folks are gonna love it. No, no one's gonna love no that. No one likes that. Shit. If we are in it, and we don't even want to watch it, you know. You could watch the Ted movie with the Ted Bear. Now, would and the Ted Bear be alive? Uh, that's or just a good like a question. stuff. Because remember, we had that Ted Bear here. That's what I'm used, saying. Yeah. Do we still have that Ted Bear? You could put a bottle of lotion in his hand. I put uh, my penis in its mouth once. <laughs> yeah, that had to be pixelated. That uh, I'm coming, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll, we'll talk to you next week from Houston. Houston. It's going to be yeah. great. Uh, we're going to have lots of celebrity guests or maybe just Schrager. Or just Pat Muldowney. And I want to apologize for not getting the video version out last week. A ton of issues on my end. So Ooh. people are tweeting us, and I'm just taking the heat. But it's okay. Class. I'm going to well, get it out. Well, it's just, just like uploading in size. paste, and, uh, send. Can we hear that? It's <sighs> a... <sighs> Hear that? I just had to apologize Canada, publicly right? to the people. What? That? Oh, oh, Toolsy. Yeah. Uh, uh. This is what Toolsy thinks of Ben right now. Uh, uh, <laughs> jerking off to my my, my name. <laughs> well, how weird would that be if Ben walked in on Toolsy at the Super Bowl and he was jerking off to an eight by ten of Ben? And it's almost guaranteed to be a good time. <laughs> okay, we'll talk to you next week from Houston. Hey, do you guys know that that album Joe Barisi did, Lullabies to Paradise? Pa- to Paralyze, yeah. To Paralyze, rather. Yeah. He did that at Sound City. He did? Yeah. No way. So there you go. Queens of Sony. One of their uh, best albums. I'll see you on the podcast next week. So long, my time here is up. That'll make Jay and Dan happier.